Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Morning Footy presented by StubHub. The African Cup of Nations final is set on Sunday. Nigeria will take on host nation Ivory Coast in the final at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that match on BN Sports. Um, a wild journey for both of these teams to get here. Uh, Nigeria taking uh, the the game against South Africa in PKs. And we are welcoming in Mbizo Zamane, who I know... Uh, it, it might not be the best the best day for you and Bezo, but we appreciate you being here. <laughs> he looks and happy. I'm just curious, are you frozen? He's fr- look at that. I, I say, mean, it's he, almost he's, he's frozen. It's almost sadness. perfect. No. That, like he, this is the face that we're frozen <laughs> on him for because that is clearly probably what he looked like watching this match. What an effort by South Africa! Go, I mean, it ends in a one-one draw. They take it all the way to to PKs, and you kind of got this sense that maybe maybe this Cinderella run would continue. Alas, uh, Nigeria are moving on. There were moments where South Africa looked better than Nigeria. In the second half, when when the goal, it feels a lot of the times you need a goal to open things mm-hmm. up. And once you get that yeah. goal, the game kind of becomes a little bit more erratic. And South Africa look look good. They look like they could do it. And then oh. Mbizo. Hey, Mbizo, if you, if you don't want to talk about this this match, if it's too painful, <laughs> you know, just just tell us. You don't have to, you don't have to, to go frozen on us now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, my friend. <laughs> Where would my journalistic integrity be if I didn't stand up courageously and speak about this game? You're a brave man. Okay, so so walk us through. I don't want to dwell on all the, the, the loss and the heartbreak that you probably felt, but when you think about the run that this South African team went on in this competition, um, you know, how... how Was it a success? Do you feel like this, this journey was a success for, for this team? 
it was a resounding success. It was absolutely resounding success. And I'm still proud uh, with South Africa's performance in the game. I was listening to Nico uh, analyze how proceedings went. And I absolutely agree. I mean, of course, it was another drama. But I thought that South Africa was uh, vastly superior to Nigeria for uh, the lion's share of the game. Uh, certainly in the first half, we dominated. And I think we should have gone into the half uh, leading. Uh, we had great possession. We were an attacking threat. And we nullified uh, two, uh, I think, of um, Nigeria's greatest threats in this tournament, which were Victor Moses uh, and Ademola Lukman. I think we were absolutely spectacular. But of course, Nigeria has quality. They had their chances. Uh, and the greatest striker in, in uh, African football at the moment uh, won a penalty, which I think was absolutely just. Uh, fantastic refereeing on all the difficult calls in the game. Um, and yeah, I thought tactically it was the incorrect play for South Africa to play for the penalties uh, towards the end of the game because Nigeria was there for the taking. Um, and in the end, uh, Nigeria did what, what needed to be done and kudos to them congratulations to the super eagles for making it to a final uh, it's no accident oh, i feel bad that we're like making him relive this right now this again just doesn't it, i know it just doesn't it doesn't <laughs> seem fair so would you say now i mean the nigeria ivory coast final um i think like if you looked at at this before the competition started, you would think that would be a reasonable final. But then based on how the competition went and the tournament went. It's almost unimaginable. It's almost, yeah, it's un almost unimaginable. So for, for these to be the two teams that are going to face off each other in, in the final, are you, how surprised are you, Mbizo? Yeah, I mean, certainly when the tournament began, uh, you know, we were so excited about this game because we thought to ourselves, this could be a final. This should be a final. And it's come to pass that it actually is. Uh, look, I didn't expect either team to make it to the final, if I'm being very frank, uh, based on previous performances. Uh, but they've both dug deep and they've made it here. I think Ivory Coast uh, has shown uh, an incredible resilience. Uh, they've shown incredible mental and emotional strength. And Nigeria has simply been uh, defensively solid. Yes, they haven't been uh, the attacking marvel that we expected them to be, uh, but they've made it here uh, on the back of some incredible defensive performances, and they deserve credit for that. Uh, no matter how they've gotten there, both of these teams, they are there, and I expect it to be a drama as well. These are giants of the African game. Uh, one has won the tournament three times, the other twice, uh, so it's going to be a big one. Mbizo, when I'm looking at this final, I think it's going to be one in the midfield. We, we know defensively both teams are strong to get to the final, especially Nigeria, considering how they were entering this tournament. And if it wasn't for Victor Boniface's injury, I don't think Nigeria gets to the final because they would have been forced to play both of them in a, in a two-striker system. Mm -hmm. Now that they're playing with the three-man back line in possession, five uh, defensively, it feels like that solidified this team and, and, it's, and it's given them structure. So who are you giving the edge to when you're looking at these midfields, because Seko Fofana is a complete baller, and you partnered with Frank Kessier, and then you're looking at Nigeria, and it seems like Iwobi and Onyeka make a good partnership as well. Uh, to be very frank, I think I give this edge to Ivory Coast. I think they're better in possession. I think they have a stronger midfield. And on the basis of their previous performance against DRC, uh, I think that they have the edge. Uh, Adingra was absolutely spectacular. I think Kessie looked like a man possessed. They were absolutely wonderful. Uh, on the flip side of that, I thought Onyeka and Iwobi were actually quite subpar against South Africa. And I thought we dominated that midfield battle. Uh, and if South Africa, with all due respect, dominated that midfield battle, 
I expect Ivory Coast uh, to do so as well. This is not to say that Nigeria will lose on that basis because I reiterate uh, that defensively they are quite strong and of course when you have the kind of players that you have up front you are going to get your opportunities and you are going to be a threat. Uh, but overall I do expect uh, Ivory Coast to dominate the flow of play uh, but who is going to come out victorious regardless I think is still up in the air. It's up in the air but who are you leaning towards? Because <laughs> it uh, seems so like you go with the home team right now. <laughs> Look, uh, I think you guys remember that when this tournament started, I put them in Senegal as my breakaway favorites. They didn't do it the way I thought they would. Uh, but I think between that and the heartbreak and pain that I'm feeling right now, I'm going to go with <laughs> Le, Les Elephants. I'm going to go with Les Elephants. And incredible. These two teams played each other in the group stage and Nigeria just got the edge. That, that's what jump-started this, this tournament for Nigeria. But we know that since then... Ivory Coast is day and night compared to, to that team that, that lost to Nigeria. They've been on a roller coaster, and I think we've made our points and our feelings heard about the craziness of this uh, Ivorian journey. But specifically yesterday, Sebastian Alea, who scored the game-winning goal, a golazo nonetheless, in his first start, he's also had an extraordinary journey in Bizo with recovery from testicular cancer, from getting match fit. He wasn't starting during the, seat, during the tournament and he got his first start yesterday and he scored a goal. Yeah, absolutely. I was incredibly impressed by him. Uh, he did miss a couple of opportunities before uh, the actual goal, which, look, was a difficult finish. Did he get a little bit of fortune? Sure. But for him to get to that ball, the movement to come back outside uh, and to get a, a good volley on that moving downwards uh, towards the floor uh, was absolutely spectacular. I thought he was dangerous. I thought he was alert. I thought he wasn't just alive in the box, but actually uh, did a lot to help link play uh, and get the, the moves going forward. So I thought he was a spectacular um, um, effect on, on the team. And I think they'll feel even more confident going forward with him spearheading that attack. And what an icon, what an icon, not only for his performance, obviously yesterday, but as you mentioned, for his ability to overcome adversity. Diversity. Uh, he's a player I, I deeply and profoundly admire. And, and Bezo, finals are weird, right? We never know what to expect. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they're not. Uh, do you expect this to be open and free-flowing? And we talked about these two defenses and how they could be stout, right? And, and um, But are we going to see a game that's end-to-end? -end? I mean, how do you think this thing will play out? I expect it to, uh, to be a contest that fluctuates. I expect it to maybe uh, start a little bit tentative on the Nigerian side, uh, with Ivory Coast probably feeling the vibes from the crowd uh, and feeling super confident after uh, a really overwhelming uh, performance against the, the Democratic Republic of Congo. But then I expect Nigeria to grow into the game, as they have done on numerous occasions in this tournament, and, and put land some blows of their own. As I said, these are two heavyweight uh, battlers who will be going at it, and I expect the game to certainly fluctuate. Uh, and that type of game management from both sides, from both managers, I think will be key uh, in the final outcome. I got my final prediction in Bezos. 0-0 zero, zero, and Ivory Coast wins in penalty kicks. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, but I expect to see uh, at least an Ivorian goal. Fair. Okay. Um, and Biza, before we let you go, I want to ask about some of the incredibly powerful images that we saw from the DR Congo team members during the 
the national anthem with the, their hands over their eyes and, and hands up to their heads. Can you kind of provide some context as to what that statement was about and what's going on there? Yes, absolutely. And I think uh, I'm very glad that you've brought this up. I think this is important uh, to highlight. I've spoken about it a lot, that football is a microcosm of the world that we live in. And certainly Democratic Republic of Congo uh, brought an important issue to the forefront of this tournament, which has been spectacular uh, and needs to be a platform for these kinds of discussions. Uh, there is a lot of unrest uh, that is happening in the eastern part of Congo uh, with what is referred to as uh, rebels who have been uh, attacking some uh, cities and some towns, uh, obviously, uh, in, in search of certain resources. As everyone will know, Democratic Republic of Congo is very rich in natural resources and minerals. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, for quite some time, decades as a matter of fact, uh, these unrests have been going on. But it's also important to note that these unrest, unrest uh, haven't only been coming from internal problems. Uh, being such uh, an enormous provider of natural resources to the world, uh, there's a lot of hands from across the globe that also medal uh, in Democratic Republic of Congo's uh, internal affairs. And so um, these gentlemen have come out and they've spoken to the world and said, look, pay attention to what's going on here. Uh, there's a genocide uh, and there's a lot of other uh, human rights violations that are occurring in the region. Uh, and uh, this, I think, was an important um, protest of sorts uh, of, of what is going on. And I'm very grateful to them for bringing it to this uh, forefront. Wow. Yeah, those were some some powerful images that we saw. In that uh, and Bizo, thank you so much for for providing that that intel for us, and thank you for for taking the time to join us. I know I know it wasn't so much fun as we usually have with you, but uh, <laughs> we're we're thinking of you, my guys. Stay strong. Thank you so much for this. Please don't mistake my uh, somber mood. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, we love you, Bizo. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.